you guys. Um, I'm here with the beautiful Sarah. She's another trainer at a self-made training facility in Mission Valley, and she's kind enough to give me her time. And um, we're gonna have an awesome conversation. I can feel it already. Yeah. Good morning, guys. Um, so she let me into her home. So I just wanted to say, like, if you hear noises, it's her, uh, her dog, um, Charlie. <laughs> and um, yeah, he snores. He snores. He's like a little old, old, old dude. <laughs> Runs around. So if you hear him, that's just him. Um, so yeah, we'll get started. I wanted to start off with um, having Sarah talk about her journey, her fitness journey, how she wound up being a trainer and a yoga teacher and all of that stuff. Ah, wow. So I think the funny thing about me is when I was a kid, my dad is, like, he does everything. Like, he used to be a triathlete, so he, like, he ran Ironmans and everything. And when I was a kid, he was always trying to get us outdoors and running and go like on bicycle rides and I I hated it like I was I was not against moving like I did gymnastics I even tried tennis my thing was definitely dance like I was a dancer (gasps) a contemporary dancer yeah for like I think 10 years my mom used to be a dancer so she got me into that pretty young and so it I usually say yeah I wasn't active when I was a kid which is a lie because I was like dancing for like eight to ten hours at some point oh wow um but obviously I was still I was a chubby kid and I was very uncomfortable in my own skin and in France I think the culture is a little bit different so yeah to anybody who doesn't know me (laughs) I was (laughs) I grew up and I was raised in France uh, so I'm fully French my family is still over there I decided to move to the U.S. when I was 23 so I've been here for five years and I feel like the culture in France about dieting is a little bit different than it is in the U.S. Mm-hmm. In the sense that they really, really market diet pills and like anti-cellulite creams and oils. And I don't see that as much here. Mm-hmm. In France, the second it's like April or May, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so as I was like getting, um, getting older, I've tried all the freaking like not fat diets really because I knew nothing about nutrition, which mm-hmm. is funny Mm -hmm. but all those pills are supposed to cut your appetite help with cravings because i have the i have the biggest sweet tooth ever i bet Um, you i have a bigger sweet tooth (laughs) oh yeah girl like you don't want to compete with me Uh, but yeah i would try those pills to like get rid of water and like lose weight cut cut your appetite um and that was all I was doing. And then I was I would restrict my restrict myself like crazy. Charlie, hey, no. Um, especially the second I moved out of my parents and I moved on my own, like I would go shopping on the budget, be like very mindful of what I was eating, cooking all of my meals, trying to be good. Mm-hmm. And then I would restrict myself so much that I would go down and go back to the store and spend the same amount of money on just chocolate and binge yeah to the point that i would make myself sick like Mm -hmm. i've done that so many times i can't even count Mm -hmm. and i think my first real like connection with fitness was when i moved to the u.s Mm. so i was living with my roommate and 
after the first six months in the U.S. and the first holiday in the U.S. So I am a chemist. I have a master in chemistry. Oh, cool! Yeah. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> and I used to work in a cos- uh, in a cosmetic in a company. Oh, so I, we worked oh, in yeah, a lab. Yeah, I was that. like in research and development. And when it's Christmas, the amount of baskets with cookies uh-huh. and chocolates that you get, and I am the type of gal you put chocolate in front of me. I mean, gone. Yeah, and like, um, it's either way. I have enough self control that I'm not going to stop. Because if I stop, I can't stop. Like even same thing when they used to bring donuts in the morning. I was like, it's either I have one or no. It's it's either I have zero, or I know that I'm gonna have two. Uh. Oh, she sounds like a little little, baby. The little baby puppy is crying. Um, so yeah, I, we both, both me and my roommate put on a lot of weight. You want to pause for a second? I'll just. Mm-hmm. So much for trying to get the sound out. I'm drinking this like water. <laughs> yeah, so we bo- we both like January came around and we're both like, okay, this is not good. We both felt very uncomfortable. We we knew we'd gain a bunch of weight. And so I think we started very slowly by just we had a little gym in our apartment complex. Um, and just going and doing some cardio for like 15 to 20 minutes a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. And then at that time, I knew of that, um, Tony, it's called Tony It Up. It's like two trainers oh, day yeah. in LA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had a ton of free videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And we had, I think, a pair of dumbbells in the apartment. Mm-hmm. So started very gently. And one of my coworker, she was really, really big into fitness, like getting up every day at five to go training. She knew everything about supplements and everything. So she got us into starting to um, use protein powders. Oh, mm-hmm. So I would replace some of my dinners at night with a protein wow. shake. That's how I got started, really. And then I met my now husband. Oh. Uh, we met like at a birthday party, long story short, and he was, uh, so he is uh, military, mm. and he was just back from a deployment, very much into fitness, weightlifting, and so he's the one who got me into gym for the first time. Oh. And at first, I would go to the gym with him, what I would do, I would just go on a cardio machine and do some cardio, because... I felt like, like all every the girlfriends out there <laughs> were so afraid of going and touching those freaking dumbbells. But it's I feel like it's not just our fault. It's also because of the guys that are in those gyms and the way they look at you. Mm-hmm. And the way For they sure. make you feel like they look at you like, what are you doing here? Do you even know what you're doing? Mm-hmm. We're really, I wish they would be like, oh, hi, you knew, like, what are you trying to do? Can I help you? Mm-hmm. That would make like the world so much better Mm -hmm. but so he got me introduced into weightlifting and that's when I started to see my body changing Mm -hmm. like crazy and where my focus also went from losing fat Mm -hmm. to feeling empowered because I was getting stronger and so the scientists (laughs) yeah the scientist in me I mean I started reading articles I started to like look up for weightlifting 
workouts for women because from the get-go I realized that I couldn't train the same way he was training uh-huh. um, and I think technically you can because we don't eat the same amount of food mm-hmm. and that idea that women will get too bulky we would have to eat like a ton a to actually yeah. get bulky mm-hmm. but I, I wasn't aware of that at first and I was like I can't train like you and I didn't really know yeah so that's how I started doing some research, like finding free workouts on Pinterest and doing that little by little. And then also very, like, not very, I can't speak English sometimes. It's okay. Just like... I can't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> Just like here. doing research about nutrition. Because at first I went in like full on, like protein powder is going to fix my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, like a lot of Truth people. is... Yes, increasing your protein intake, especially as a woman, will make a difference. Yep. Mm-hmm. And de- depending on your body metabolism and how on your, on your physique too, most people do need to eat more protein than they actually do. Mm-hmm. Uh, truth is, you don't necessarily need to eat 200 grams of protein a day. And mm-hmm. like, you don't need to have two protein shake a day. You need to find the right balance. Mm-hmm. And I've... I backed off from what I used to eat before Mm -hmm. and now I'm at a spot where I actually try to get most of my protein with my food Mm -hmm. and I really want to stay away from protein powders they're like they're not in my daily routine Mm -hmm. and I only use them if I really like if I need to Mm -hmm. and I don't exactly remember how I started giving advice but I guess I was using Instagram as a daily like accountability. So posting oh, photos, yeah. posting photos mm-hmm. of my workout just to show people that I was getting up and walking out because I had a nine to five job mm-hmm. and I would get up every day at five, go to my apartment complex gym, do my workout, post something on Instagram about accountability and go on with my days. And I can't, I can't really remember how, but I guess people starting asking me questions or maybe just... Just study being accountable, like having someone, which is what's amazing about Watching. social media. I know. Like, it doesn't matter when people are, you can text or you can send DMs and be like, hey, I done my workout today. Or like uh-huh. someone else posts their workout and you can come like, good job, you did it, you woke up. I know you were like not sure you were able to do it. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what got me there. How, um, what made you decide to like become a trainer and do that? Or like a yoga, so, did yoga go f- come first or a training come first? So yoga, I, I actually started yoga back in France almost 10 years ago. My mom made me go to yoga because when I was getting ready to go to engineering school, in France they have what's called um, intensive preparatory class. Mm-hmm. And I am someone, I'm still like this, I am extremely sensitive to stress, mm. um, extremely sensitive to pressure, and I'm a perfectionist, so I add a layer on pressure mm-hmm. to myself, just by myself, like a yeah, big girl. A- <laughs> and my mom was really trying to help me on like, how to deal with my stress, and mm. we found that yoga teacher, and so that's how I started doing yoga. And then... I found two girls on YouTube, if anybody likes, like, I liked Erin, Erin Motz, I think her, it's mm. Bad Yogi, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah, she's then, great. yeah, mm-hmm. I like her, and then Sarah Beth Yoga, and know. so with the two of them, that's how I started having, like, a little practice every day in mm. my apartment, like, 10 to 15 minutes, and then I was doing those yoga challenges on Instagram, when mm-hmm. you post a photo a day, mm-hmm. but yoga was always about just my personal practice uh-huh. and I did I wanted to do the teacher training only because I wanted my practice to get better mm-hmm. I never ever thought even when I signed up for yoga teacher training which was actually like almost a year ago wow um I went in with the intent of 
making my personal practice better, absolutely not with teaching. Like, and I tell them, I'm like, no, I don't want to teach. Not now it makes me just so happy and grounded. Yes. But how I become a personal trainer, I didn't really decide to become a personal trainer. I think the universe helped me on that one. Ah. So um, my husband being military, he was stationed in San Diego. And even the first year and a half of us being married, I was still in L.A. Oh. And I would drive down every weekend oh. uh, because I was on a work visa and I was contracted with that company. Oh, and when mm-hmm. I finally got my Greek card, I moved down here, another cosmetic in- company. And pretty much the same month I, they hired me, they got bought by a bigger corporation on the East Coast. Oh. And I was the newest employee with the highest degree and the highest paycheck. Mm-hmm. And so when they restructured the company, I was let go. Mm-hmm. And I think that also was the first time I was hit with depression mm-hmm. um, that was not fun mm-hmm. but I don't think I saw it that way right away but a lot of people were like hey it's your chance mm-hmm. give it a shot and I'll always be thankful for my husband and my mom because they both told me like <laughs> yeah you have nothing to lose just trying uh-huh. and if Definitely. it's not what you end up doing for your entire life that's totally fine but if you don't try you'll never know yeah and so that was in that was June 2017 and so I got the ACE um, so the American Council and Exercise mm-hmm. book I studied throughout summer and then I took the test in August and then got my certification oh, wow. and at the same time I was already like uh, creating workouts um, online for like people that I've met through Instagram mm-hmm. and doing nutrition coaching like macro coaching because mm-hmm. with my background in chemistry it oh, was really easy for me to pick up on that because I also mm-hmm. studied biology and a little bit of nutrition mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's how I ended up being a personal trainer. And so part of me truly believe that I was so afraid of going a route I didn't know Mm. that if I had not been let go of that position, I would probably still be at that job, even though I was miserable. Mm -hmm. I hated it. I, I remember being like, I'm 27. I wake up in the morning. I don't want to go to work because I hate it. Mm -hmm. And now, a year and a half later, I'm like, why? Why do people do that to themselves? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I get it. It's our society. It's the idea that you went to school for something, you mm-hmm. have that degree, and you have that good paying job, like mm-hmm. I'm using my fingers. Mm-hmm. And so you need that to be able to pay your bill. And yes, you need to pay your bill, but there's so much more to life than that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it takes a really big slap in the face to realize that. Yeah, and for sure. And to realize that they might be somewhere, something else out there for you mm-hmm. that's worth trying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and yoga teacher training, it's expensive. Heck yeah. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And so for years I've been like, I want to do it, but I don't have three grand to mm-hmm. spend on an eight weeks training. Like really, who does? Mm-hmm. Um, except... Now I see it differently. Now you think more about like investing in yourself. Mm-hmm. But I think that's how we do it. Can I, we have that conversation yeah. about investing in ourselves? Because I that happens a lot, or I have that conversation a lot with. Oh, hi, baby. I have that conversation a lot with um, my clients or potential clients or people who like they don't see their worth, and I just it's it's kind of we don't even see this ourselves until we're actually on the other side Mm -hmm. you know like um the first thing they say is like oh I always spend like the cheaper I went the cheaper route I try to work out at home Mm -hmm. and things like that right um 
but then I I had this conversation with one girl yesterday. I was like, I'm saying this with all love and transparency. I know that we don't personally know each other, mm-hmm. but um, can you see that there's like an access to seeing how how you relate to your like this cheaper way of the gym is exactly how you relate to yourself. Yeah. You know? And it's like there's a lot of us who and I I guess I could say for both of us we don't we don't spend the time to invest in ourselves. We kind of like do we deserve it? Like, oh no, this there's other things that are more important that I'm more responsible for. Yeah, I think that's the thing in our society and like from the youngest age we get that idea in our head that you need to use your money wisely and when people like i don't want to blame my parents but when people teach you to use your money wisely what it is for like groceries food and paying your bills Mm -hmm. and then like whenever you want to spend money on yourself you'll get people to tell you that it's selfish Mm -hmm. or things like that so i totally see how it's it becomes really hard to spend money like on a personal trainer yeah or on buying new shoes so that uh-huh. you stop having those knee pains. Like, I, yeah. I have so many clients coming in, like, I have p- knee pain and my ankles, like, hurt when I do this and this. So if I run and I'm like, for how long have you had those shoes? Oh, I don't know, a couple of years. I'm like, stop right there. Yeah. Like, Buy go and spend shoes. the money on a new pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think, thankfully, it's changing with because holistic health is yeah. becoming bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And people are more aware of what they can do to be healthier. Mm-hmm. But the idea of spending money on ourselves, like, I'm still like this. Mm-hmm. Like, when Christmas rolls around, I'm, I love spending money on other people. Mm-hmm. I love it. It fulfills me. It makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. But it's so hard sometimes to spend money on myself. Mm-hmm. Or the other way is I'll be like, oh, no, I don't have the money to do this. Like, I don't have the money to do that training or to take that course. And then I go shopping at the mall with a girlfriend. And because you know it, before you know it, I've spent 150 bucks mm-hmm. or 200 bucks on clothes mm-hmm. I don't even need. Yeah. So I think it's also, like, the conception society yeah. that makes us feel this way. Yeah. Um, I My mindset started changing when I hired my business coach because for the longest time I would... This is another thing where my in the beginning of my journey, I had my yoga teacher training cert in 2012, but I didn't really start training till like after I had Sophia, which is like 2013. I waited so long and I've always gave free classes and like all of that. I always thought I wasn't deserving of like uh like a return, mm-hmm. you know? And I didn't understand that. And one of the things that I'm still working on today is like it's so easy for me to give, but I can't when I can't receive that actually depletes me from giving mm-hmm. you know and I sometimes the universe like hits me right back in the face with that with that lesson um but so with my business coach I saw like this blind spot of or I changed that fear and doubt of like oh money is bad or like I don't deserve money or things like that as in now it's money is love you know like it's the same currency it's just like a different medium mm-hmm. like it's all I love like that. you know yeah. it's all love like if you if you know that you're going to give this person so much love you're going to love them so hard why not have them return the fate like return with money mm-hmm. you know, which is love <laughs> anyway yeah. you know what else what how else are they um going to feel like they 
not like even, not a tick for tack, but like how else are they going to actually give you gratitude, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Fill um, your cup. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that you can give even more. Because that's the thing too, I feel like you realize, and I think clients who do decide to spend the money, I don't know if you've, like I've seen this, like I have a lot of clients who come in and then when you talk about pricing and everything, well at first, when I first started, I think I was so not confident in myself and my pricing that people feel it right away Mm -hmm. and so I know there are people that I could have signed but because I wasn't confident in myself they didn't Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but then the second I started being like okay that's enough uh first of all I know people in San Diego that charge double or triple for Mm -hmm. the same sessions Mm -hmm. I have knowledge Mm -hmm. yes I'm new but I know what I'm doing Mm -hmm. I have clients who love training with me they Mm -hmm. wouldn't come back if they didn't Mm -hmm. and little by little I feel that build the idea that I am worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not a scam. Mm-hmm. I will never like there are moves. I'm not like I don't ask me to teach you how to do a snatch because mm-hmm. I don't know how to yeah, do it. Same. So I'll <laughs> never make my clients do it. Yes, because I don't. I'm not gonna make you do something if I can't make you get into the posture safely. Yes, and to give it so that it gives you something. Mm-hmm. But the second I was like, okay, you know what? These are my pricing. If you're okay with them, then we work together. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go the cheaper route, then we're not meant to work together. Yeah. And I am very lucky that I'm in a situation where we're financially comfortable with my husband, mm-hmm. where I was able to turn down clients because we didn't click. And mm-hmm. I think some people, like when I do the free assessment, when I talk to people on the phone, I tell them like, it's for you to see my training style, but it's also for us to talk. Mm-hmm. to get to know each other because we're going to spend a lot of time together mm-hmm. talking and if you don't like me as a person if mm-hmm. you don't like my energy then I don't want you I don't want to put you through that yeah mm-hmm. um I don't, obviously I think that's very you're probably the same way but I'm exactly the same yeah. I say I'd like hey that's the yoga teacher's yeah, mess I uh-huh. think we're just so like we're more we put authenticity and integrity Energy, and energy, energy like yeah, above everything huge. else mm-hmm. because we as yoga teachers um know and humans know that like energy is everything we don't have to spend now that we know of every struggle that we went through mm-hmm. and everything that got us here now we know like the time we spend is very very important and yeah. we don't want to spend it with people who just don't appreciate us or don't mm-hmm. appreciate like the love we give them you know and we also know that we can be responsible for <laughs> yeah. if we put energy in there. Yeah, so, that's so true. That's the whole thing about like awareness and things like that. Um, I am loving this conversation so far. What else? Haley loves it too. So my puppy, I have a new one. She's like four months old. She's snuggled up on Jacqueline's laps right now. It's <laughs> too cute. Hi. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> Um, so yeah, well, there's an idea that came up that I wanted to talk about, um, while we were talking earlier. I think we mentioned yoga teacher training, mm-hmm. uh, the value of money. Oh, so that conversation, that first conversation with, um, a potential client or mm-hmm. somebody, right? I let them know, like, right then and there, and like, um... My intention is for me to teach you how to love you, right? And then once that's done, it's okay to, like, move on. And I'm not going to 
be attached to it. And you know, remember how I walked in here? I was like, oh, I have a client that does was afraid to tell mm-hmm. me that she's you know she's finished. And I was saying like, oh, that's that's totally fine. I know we're gonna be friends forever. <laughs> you know, that's one thing. I was not expected expecting to make friends when I started this <gasps> yeah. job. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was gonna be yeah you like obviously you build relationships because you spend couple hours mm-hmm. a week with that person one-on-one mm-hmm. but I've made so many friends yes. it's it's amazing and I think what you just said I remember at first um a lot of people I think it's hard with the online business too because uh. you see so many people that put information out there but not really and then they tell you to attract people on social media you have to like give out free advice mm-hmm. because you're willing to give mm-hmm. but don't sell out yourself for free and I also heard about something about like trainers that would not teach their clients the why like I know especially as being a scientist uh-huh. I always explain to my clients what muscle we work and I realize yeah. sometimes they don't even know the name of the muscle yeah. or where mm-hmm. it's at mm-hmm. so there's a lot of like touching no that's one thing I always tell my clients first session is just so you know, I am very touchy feely. <laughs> really? If you don't like it, if you don't want me to touch you when we train, let me know. Yes. I have I've never had oh. so far someone tell me no, don't touch me. Uh-huh. Cuz it does make it easier when yeah. someone's like, "Hey, use your rhomboids." What the heck is that? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's the muscle right there like, "Okay, do that. Can you feel it?" Oh yeah. And uh-huh. now on top of getting a training session, they've learned something about themselves. Yes. And so I'm all about giving people knowledge so mm. that they don't just come to lose weight or get stronger yeah they're actually learning something yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and i totally agree that we're there the idea is not to bring on a client that you're going to keep forever yeah no Mm -mm. you need to have some kind of turnaround but at the same time i'd say i am really appreciative that i've had most of my clients for at least three to six months Mm -hmm. um i've never had someone that just would come in for a month and then stop yeah so i think they also get more than just training. For sure. Which is what bring them to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, sometimes, and this is what I'm starting to see as like, as a trainer and like our profession is that the hour that they spend with us and because we're touchy-feely, because we just love so hard on them, <laughs> they get a sense of themselves when they're with us. I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know exactly the technical stuff is, but I really love it when my clients would leave feeling like, "Oh, that was so awesome. I feel so relaxed or that's exactly what mm-hmm. I needed." You know? And it's that's there's nothing more fulfilling than that. Yeah. Like there's no amount of money or anything that can like fill that part up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It reminds me there was a week, I think when was that? Back a couple months ago. And I believe in the energy of the moon, so oh, I'm pretty too. sure there's something going on with the moon because the day before, I remember being at home, crying my heart out. I can't remember why, but like I had a breakdown. Okay. And that was a Thursday. And on Friday, I had three clients that, that day, all women. Mm-hmm. And every single one of them, we ended up spending a part of the session sitting outside talking. Mm-hmm. And almost every single one of them cried because they had something they were holding onto yeah. that they needed to let go. And I was like holy crap, like, there's definitely something going on, and I told him, there's something going on with the moon, it's not just you, that Mm -hmm. wasn't me yesterday, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think having, 
knowing that yes you're going to the gym for a very specific goal mm-hmm. but your trainer is more than just the physical like, a gym personal trainer yeah. like it's an actual human and mm-hmm. we have that ability to teach them something more yes and also to have someone that you can talk to mm-hmm. like I have a client right now she's going through the same struggle I'm going through with trying to get pregnant mm-hmm. and we can relate mm-hmm. and that brings me to being relatable is so big especially mm-hmm. on social media I know you've gone through the same thing whenever so I talk on my story every morning mm-hmm. and whenever I bring up anxiety and depression is when I guess the most messages and they always say something like Sometimes people give me tips, which is amazing, but most of the time it says something like, thank you for being so open about your, what you're going through. It feels good to know that I'm not alone. I know. Look at her goosebumps. Yeah, it's just like, and what they don't realize is by telling me that, yes, when I'm talking to my phone, I'm on my own, mm-hmm. but no, I know That's just it. one of those messages that day, mm-hmm. she's going to be like, oh my God, it feels so good. I'm not alone. And I get the exact same thing. Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. not doing it to get anything in return. No. But it's just, it's so amazing. Yeah. 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 That's what I was saying on my post. I just did a recent post about like who I am now. It's totally different than who I was before. Mm-hmm. And like now you can catch me crying vulnerably and just like being with my our emotions as a human being a lot of people like to hide that part of them so one of the mantras that i took on this year is um nothing ah nothing to <laughs> she's being playful she's chewing on no. you no 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 hi it's like so excited it's so excited you can chew on my sweater Puppies make being focused a lot more difficult. Yes. Oh, yeah. So I was saying I took on this thing that totally changed my life. This year is the most, like, impactful year of my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. It just, like, skyrocketed because I'm being more and more and more of me. So it's called – it's from Lisa Nichols. And she said, um, there's nothing to prove – Nothing to hide, nothing to defend, nothing to protect. I heard that one in your podcast yeah. one night. Yes, mm-hmm. I love it. It's changed my life so much. Like, the more vulnerable and the more you have, you let go of those four things, the more you feel liberated, mm-hmm. you know? Just to be you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and at that point, like, there's no judgment. You don't judge yourself. You don't have the right to judge yourself, mm-hmm. and other people judging you doesn't even phase you anymore, yeah. you know? Um, I mean, but again, we're human. If people judge us, we're going to, like, our ego's automatically going to show up and be like, <gasps> defend. But then yeah. you have that mantra. Like, I'd say, yeah, that's one of the big things that I've learned too lately is being focused on what matters mm. and what not to latch on. Like, um, I know... I, I mean, being a girl, especially when you're young, there's so much drama. Like, looking back at my school years when yeah. I was a kid, and I'm like, why do we make ourselves so miserable in drama and relationship <laughs> with girlfriends? Uh-huh. Um, and even when I was in engineering school, and little by little, I think it's one of the breakups that I had that was really bad breakup from a really toxic relationship. And my mom, again, I mean, she's my hero. Mm -hmm. But she told me, now you have to learn to be happy by yourself. Yeah, That's the best advice I've anybody ever given me. Mm -hmm. 
And so being aware of that, you realize that there are a lot of like drama in relationship that they're not even worth your time. Nope. Mm-hmm. And I see even now with my neighbors and girlfriends that sometimes I'll be the one telling one of my friends like, this is not worth your time and energy. If she wants to be a drama queen and bring on drama, let her do it. Mm-hmm. But don't, don't put your energy back into it because then you're draining yourself. Mm-hmm. For and sure. And being aware of that. and be, But the thing is like being able to say no. Being yeah. able to walk away from mm-hmm. a toxic relationship. It's really, really hard. Even if it's just with girlfriends. Yeah. Like, it's painful. It's, it's creating those boundaries and knowing what you stand for mm-hmm. and what you don't stand for or what you're against, yeah. right? Um, I had actually, I have another podcast on boundaries on like people when you're growing, there's people who know you a certain way. Oh, I want to tell this story. Okay. I just heard this story last night. Um, cause I was listening to this guy. I was wondering what this full moon. So we had a full moon last night. Aries, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was wondering what this full moon is all about. And sometimes I just like, if I remember, I'll like research some random YouTube person on, um, yeah, YouTube. So he was t- t- he was telling me about this crab story. Have you heard of a crab in the bucket? Okay. No. So there is this. Just imagine this guy watching another dude, like a fisherman, out from afar. He's watching him catch these crabs. He'll just throw the net and then go to his seat and eat some sunflower seeds for like 10 minutes and go back out there and catch the net, like confidently, knowing that, oh, I got 10 to 15 crabs in here, and he'll put it in the bucket. And that guy was, like, so amazed on how confidently he did that. It was just, like, easy, right? So he went over to the fisherman and was like, hey. They just started talking. And um, he noticed that one of the crabs in the bucket was trying to get out. Mm-hmm. And um, and he told him, hey, you have one crab that's trying to get out of your bucket. Like, you don't want to lose him, right? And he's like, oh. The fisherman's like, oh, no, it's okay. Just watch and see what happens. And so this crab's like almost getting out of the bucket. And then next thing you know, all the other crabs go and reach for that crab and pulls that crab back down. Pulls that crab back down. And so unfortunately, this is how our society works sometimes. Sometimes we're in such a in a close-knit community or with our family that knows us a certain way. And um, they will pull us back down when we try to be our true selves. Oh my god, I have tears coming up in my eyes because as hard as it is to say it out loud, and I don't think I ever told anybody else than my husband, it's harder and harder for me to go back home mm-hmm. because the person I have, and I actually posted like a transformation Tuesday yesterday, a photo. The person I was, I mean the person I was a year ago is completely different than who I am today. Mm-hmm. But the person I was when I was back in France doesn't exist anymore Mm -hmm. and especially living in another country I don't get to see people very often Mm -hmm. and they don't know the new me and having people reminding you of oh you used to be that way or like they still have expectation that match who you used to be Mm -hmm. it's hard it's really really hard because then um a part of me wants to go back go back into those like unhealthy habits that I used to have to like please those people and then another part of me is like no this is not who I am anymore mm-hmm. and I am so grateful that I found my soulmate and that I got to marry my best friend because without him I know I wouldn't be where I am today and he's like so grounding to me when we're in that type of situations mm-hmm. because he's he my now yes mm-hmm. and he's part of 
my life like even mm-hmm. though we're not together every day and it sucks but wherever we are if he's there is mine like I do it with crystals too, but obviously a human is way better. Yeah. As a way <laughs> crystals to can't talk to you. <laughs> no. Just like him holding my hands like, okay, we're in the now right now. It doesn't matter who I used to be. Just what matters is who I am now. But yeah, it's so hard to walk away and let people understand that you're happy. Yeah. Like I had to have that talk with my dad about... Because obviously when you tell your parents, hey... I had a nine to five job with a really good paycheck. Like I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. my I felt like my degree was finally getting what it was worth. But going from that to hey, I am gonna create my own business, and I was just getting an appointment for a couple of months. And oh well, now that I'm creating my own business, I'm not getting an appointment anymore. Mm-hmm. And I am spending money on the rent. And the first couple of months, you barely making rent, so you're yep. making zero dollars. Yep. And obviously your parents will worry about you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I had to have that talk with my dad about like, I am happy. Mm -hmm. What I do makes me happy. And this is worth more than money. Mm -hmm. But first of all, being able to realize that, like I feel so lucky Mm -hmm. that I can say that, that I know what true happiness is. Yeah. And then being able to tell people like, hey, your paycheck is not what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. It's what you do with that money and what you do with your life, actually, not even just your money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's so hard. Yeah, I, I can relate, totally relate. Yeah. I just went to Dallas, and I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to come back because that's where I'm from. And they know me a certain way. and They have all these expectations. So exactly the same thing with you. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this is so hard. I don't know when I'm going to come back. This is so toxic. And it's just mm-hmm. all this drama for no reason, yeah. you know? And it's just like, I'm just going to stay here in my happy place. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, sometimes we feel like it's our job to make them understand what happiness is or what, how fulfilled we are that half of us is like, well, we're going to fight for our happiness, right? But at the same time, it's like, you can't do it you for can't. them. Yeah. No. They have to be willing to see it for themselves, you know. There's no point. If they don't see it, then that's fine. That's on them. Mm-hmm. We can still move on and live and, yeah. you know, do our normal thing. That's another thing. When you were talking about earlier about your, um, the toxic relationship and finally Leaving your mom. people behind. Yeah. Yeah. And your mom saying. That reminds me of a quote. Oh, hold on. I need to find it again. But there was something about, um, I can't remember where I read it, but it was talking about toxic relationship and how... Um, when you walk away from someone and you have that feeling that you're leaving them behind, uh-huh. if it was a toxic relationship, you're not leaving anybody behind. They're making the decision to stay back behind because they were holding you back. Oh. Something like that. Something uh, I would have to find it. But it's like, no, you're not leaving someone behind. They're staying back. Yeah. And you're moving yeah. forward. Yes, yes. I remember when I found that, I was like, Oh, keep this forever. Put on my wallpaper. (laughs) No, I need to find it again. But yeah, that's exactly that. So, um, I was in a relationship where I was easily manipulated um, into thinking that I was selfish because I wouldn't give that person my time. I would, you know, give it to Sophia instead, and then all and my uh, three other jobs. And so, I believed him. For a little bit, saying like, you know, he's like, oh, you're selfish and blah, blah, blah. I was like, I believed him for a little bit. And then I realized just talking it about it with my one of my girlfriends, she's like, no way, you're not selfish. And then I realized the biggest thing I got out of that relationship was um, I can only make myself happy. I'm, I, can, I am not, I am 
I don't have any obligation to make other people happy. Mm-hmm. And you can't put the expectation of your of your happiness on, on anyone else. else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Goes both ways. So now, like, moving forward, every single relationship, whether it's romantic or friendship or clients, it's on them. Like, it's on me for my own happiness, and it's on them for their own happiness. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. It works. It has to come from both ways, from mm-hmm. both sides. Yeah, you can't look externally. Oh my gosh, it's already 9.30. You have a client. Yeah, I have a client at 10. Good thing you live close by or else yeah. I'll be like, ah! Anyway, this was so fun. Thank you so much I know, for being on the podcast. I feel like podcast. we could just sit there and keep talking for another I know, hour. we could. <laughs> um, all right, so I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, this is my long... I'm like looking at it. It's like 40 minutes. This is my longest um, podcast, but which is really great. Super, super great because we have a lot of golden nuggets here. We talked about a lot of really important mm-hmm. stuff. Um, Sarah, let let my listeners know where they can find you, your handle, your website, everything. Oh, I'm talking about my website. That's actually one thing we're talking about fears. I'm not going to go on with it, but I don't <laughs> have one yet. Okay. And I should say, I still, <clears throat> I still don't have one yet because okay. I've been afraid of doing it. So I will have one by the end of 2018. I do have the domain, so it's going to be Fit Frenchie with I E at the end, Sarah with an H dot com, mm-hmm. and that's my handle on Instagram. So oh. at Fit Frenchie mm-hmm. Sarah, uh, all in one word. Um, on Instagram, there is an H at the end of Sarah because mm-hmm. that's the French way to do it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and plus now you know that my handle is actually not because I have two French bulldogs, is also because I am a Frenchie. So yeah. I guess there's, there are like three Frenchies in this household. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's like, yeah, I do truly feel like we both drink coffee, we have our water, the mm-hmm. little candle. I feel like we could just talk, talk about things for hours. Uh-huh. So yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, it's really awesome. All right, you guys. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Let us know if you like it and if you want some more. Um, we, we're down for more conversations like this, obviously. But, um, yeah, you know where to find us. Okay, love you. Bye.